0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: You're uh, two weeks out from Christmas, and if you haven't told your parents you're bailing, (laughs) well, (laughs) you're in some kind of heap of trouble, I would say. Uh, You really do need to make that call. Should let them know. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's like, I always thought I could never be uh, in management because uh, I would hate to ever have to fire somebody. And I remember talking to a boss of mine, just as he was about to fire me. Um, <laughs> he said, you know, it's actually not all that difficult. It uh, goes like this. Yeah, it like this. You're out. Uh, he said most people know it's going to happen. They know it's coming. Yeah. And and most of the time, it's a relief because they want out of there as much as you want them gone, and they've just been hanging on to get the severance. Yes. Um, anyhow, so I think this might be a little similar in that you might be afraid to pick up the phone and call your ma, but you might find that when you do, she goes, yeah, we were kind of thinking the same thing as mm. well, if everybody's being fairly reasonable. But if you've got somebody in your life who you know is just not a believer and thinks this is all a hoax and they're just getting more and more upset, every family event gets canceled this past year, then you've uh, you got to go at this a certain way to try to uh, make it less difficult. So it is said... That if you're going to call your mom and dad and they're uh, not going to be happy about this news, be confident in your decision. Uh, It's one of the most important parts when sharing news uh, with someone who doesn't want to hear it. If you don't feel right going into the conversation, you're more likely to waver and get talked out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got to go in bold. Yeah, that's right. It's like breaking up with somebody. and (laughs) 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 Then not. (laughs) Did you dump her? No. (laughs) We're going to talk some more. That's right. We're going to work it out.
1: Uh, Tell them as soon as possible. This is probably even a little late at this stage. Yeah, you're um, exactly two weeks now. You know, this probably was a conversation that you should have had
0: kind of end of November, early December. Well, especially if you need to book flights for Mm. this sort of thing.
1: Well, and you knew going going into Thanksgiving in October, we kind of that conversation started even then for us. You know, it's like, okay, we we know we're not doing Thanksgiving. We know the next big holiday is only three months away or two months away. We know we're not going to have a, a vaccine in time. So I think I started that conversation. I I, With my family, I started it in the summer, summer of 2019.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, you started this when you were married. March, when did the pandemic start? March 13th? (laughs) I started it March 14th. Well, I think, you know, the hope was, though, if everyone, you know, pays attention, does Mm. the smart thing through Thanksgiving, then Mm. we were holding out hope that we could uh, have somewhat of a normal type Christmas. Uh, And then, you know, we've just been kind of holding off the bad news Mm. Uh, for the last couple of months
1: validate their feelings once you break the news be prepared to listen and validate their uh, thoughts on all of it and if they're upset you know you gotta hear them out and uh, don't get into a debate about who's right or wrong because if you believe or don't believe you're not going to convince anybody especially at that point if they're already upset that you're not coming home modify your traditions if you used to uh, cook something and bring it over or used to go over and help do the cooking well then maybe make something at home and drop it off for them if you can if you're not that far away if you are quite far away then send some gifts and schedule a time to open them over zoom mm-hmm. you know do that type of thing and also promote the next event so you yeah. can say look okay we're done with christmas and new year's but you know we'll see you at easter I'm sure that type of thing
0: I did that with uh, some of my family members extended family who we we normally exchange gifts with and just kind of said you know listen I I I don't want you going out and you know or felt feeling forced to go out and get into stores right now to, mm. to to buy things let's just do things a little bit differently we'll open up gifts and we'll do it over zoom mm-hmm. instead and you know it's it, it, it we'll see how it goes I mean I I think this is just the one year of extraordinary changes and, and uh, w- hopefully it's just one year of it and we'll get back to normal soon.
1: Yeah. Look, if, and also remember this. If you have a- anybody in your life, maybe a grandparent or a parent, and they're on their own, you know, depending on, I guess, your house situation. If you've got a house full of kids or whatever, it might be even still difficult. But you're allowed to have anybody who's living on their own. You're allowed to have them in your home. i got to make sure I don't tell Maria that. Right. <laughs> Well, we had to have that conversation yesterday. It's never easy when you're sitting down to discuss whether you should put something out of its misery or not. Ooh. Talking about a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not good. No, yesterday we got the call from uh, from our mechanic. We had to take uh, our uh, our older car in uh, to, uh, to have the winter tires put on. And I knew it needed uh, some work, but I wasn't sure how much. Need an oil Lubin filter. And then I get a text uh, from, uh, from the mechanic saying, um, is this the last oil Lubin filter you want to do on this car? <laughs> Which is never good. <laughs> no. So <laughs> I said, no, not for the foreseeable future. Uh, I would like to do a few more along the way, perhaps. So then they said, well, give us a call at the shop. Oh,
0: sort of, that's know. not good. You know you're in trouble.
1: And, you know, we either love our mechanic or hate them. When we get great news, uh-huh. you know, oh, it was just a clip, it five bucks. You know, we're like, oh, I love you. Thank you. Yeah. And then you get the call where they say, oh, it's going to be $2,000 worth of work. And you start to do that thing of, is it worth it? You know, they'll say, uh, they'll say, listen, uh, you know, if we do this work, probably get a couple more years out of it. It's not like we drive the car any long distances anymore. Anyhow, it gets us to work the grocery store and the liquor store, basically. Right. Um. so he goes yeah you can probably squeeze a couple more years out of it so then you go okay well it's two grand versus going out and buying a used car for eight to ten or eleven thousand whatever you say yes yeah if you just need kind of an, again another car to a reliable vehicle to get you around town and it's always that because what do you do you know your, your, your first car it's not getting any younger mm-hmm. and so you don't want to find that middle ground where the, the newer better car is now kind of you know they're creeping together where they both need to be replaced.
0: Right. It's, a great, it's a great Seinfeld episode and so many things refer back to it with uh where Brad Garrett plays uh Seinfeld's mechanic. Right. You know Tony the mechanic yep. and yep. He, he's always a heartfelt about the car and and it makes you feel guilty for not taking care of it right. the way you right. should. Right. We often have this conversation with our mechanic and it, and it's it, it's like, you know, talking to a doctor sometimes about, you know, do I, you know, take them off life support mm. <laughs> and, and how are you treating... Or how are you treating yourself, mm-hmm. uh, too. We, we liken it the same way where we listen to our mechanic and he'll say, well, you probably should be uh, doing oil lumen filters every, you know, three months and, and uh, you should be up- upkeeping things. And then we drive away and just forget about it for a while and continue on living how we've been living in it.
1: The springs in this car, both of them at the front, had broken. And I thought... We had replaced them. But it turns out the mechanic reminded me, no, no, he just uh, kind of, uh, he MacGyvered them. Timmied them. Yeah, to make them uh, hold hold in place until they could order the springs. And I think I've been driving around with it on Broken Springs now since the summer. Right. So when he says it's at the stage now where it's getting a tad dangerous, ah, it was dangerous in the summer. <laughs> Danger's my middle name. I've got, I've got <laughs> snow tires now. How bad could it be? Uh, some COVID stuff for you. A guy in Taiwan fined 3500 bucks for breaking quarantine for eight seconds. 3500 bucks. We got to start it bringing it well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, It was over four. It was the four play and the sex. Uh, the World Health Organization says that this holiday season, you shouldn't hug anyone to try to keep the transmission levels down. You shouldn't even be within a range of people that you'd be hugging. Because you should only be with the people in your bubble, and you've seen enough of them. You don't need to hug them.
0: It's tough. It's difficult. But remember, we talked to, uh, with Dr. Tony Stone last week uh, from Lake Ridge Health, and he basically said, treat everyone that you meet and see mm. as if they've got it.
1: That's right. The best way to avoid catching coronavirus from someone in a car is to roll down all the windows, but it's getting a little too cold for that. And uh, And if you only have two people in the car, have the passengers sit on the passenger side of the back seat, then open the front passenger side window and the back driver side window. That's the best move for airflow. Oh, well, that's going to be fun on the four hundred one on a day like today with somebody <laughs> sitting in the passenger seat. Well, you got the passenger window down and it's just blowing into the back seat on them. Uh, a JetBlue uh, tweeted or JetBlue Airlines tweeted yesterday asking people where are you flying this winter. People immediately called them out on it for being tone deaf and they deleted the tweet. A guy without a mask uh, was coughing and spitting all over a Best Buy in Florida on Saturday when they wouldn't help him till he put it on. He was arrested. Good. Wow. And this looks great. This, you know, this outgoing president can't be outgoing fast enough. White House officials passed on the opportunity to buy more doses of the future vaccine from Pfizer when it was offered this past summer. And now the us may not be able to get more until next June because Pfizer's committed to other countries
0: they're having their uh, their big uh, vaccine uh, press conference today mm. at the White House and even the uh, the Surgeon General is saying like listen this is safe you've got to take this and we'll mm. try to encourage as many people as they can to do it but it's going to be overshadowed today by this news that they they mm. didn't buy extra.
1: And you would think the outgoing president would buy anything from Pfizer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's got stock in it already.
1: How many doppelgangers do you think you have in the world? Like someone who looks exactly like you. Wow. You're identical twin, except you're not related or connected in any way. Right. All right. Well, there's Brad Pitt.
0: There's. Uh, uh, wow. Not related. Not connected, but look identical. Yeah. Maybe uh, billions of people, too?
1: Scientists say that statistically, every person has roughly six. Really? Doppelgangers. So there's five other dudes walking around with bad mullets. (laughs) 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 Hunched over and angry at the world. Right. Just like me. Uh, That means that uh, there are uh, six of you out there all roaming around who looks like you. And there's a website called... Twinstrangers.net, where you can upload your picture, and they'll try to find your doppelganger. Really? You'll probably find all of mine, and they'd all be more successful than me. <laughs> I was about to ask, what would you do yeah.
0: if you find out that, you know, they live in, in some tiny country in the, in the other half of the world, mm. and they're, like, successful models? They, they wouldn't be on this planet much longer. <laughs>
1: uh, what's your favorite drink in the wintertime? What do you like when people are asked, and many people were asked, Hot chocolate, top of the list. Okay. In this cold weather.
0: And then eggnog is number two. Wow. I never dug the eggnog. Yeah, I've never been a few, huge fan of the nog. No. Had it a couple of times. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like people who put Baileys in their coffee all the time. Mm. You really like coffee or you just like, like the Baileys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For us, it's, uh, the Baileys in the coffee is really a,
0: just a Christmas thing. Uh, hot apple cider. Adrian is a big fan of that. She's got the kids into the cider. Yeah, we do a lot of the hot chocolate at home too. And I, I recently found these like specialty hot chocolates, mm. like the ones with like candy bars in them, and they're really good. And I'm trying to find. Uh, they have these hot chocolate bombs that they're that are popular right now. It's basically, like a chocolate ball, mm. and you throw it in the warm water or milk, and it like explodes into the hot chocolate with marshmallows and stuff coming out. That's,
1: I, you know what? I've always hated mar- all any form of marshmallow. I huh. don't like them over the fire. Don't like them in the the, the graham crackers. Right?
0: Hit. Just, like, just oh. like them around your waist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: huh? <laughs>
0: like a ghostbuster
1: scene in here. I think I've I i think I've just been insulted. <laughs> right. uh, something that my son Daniel is a huge fan of, and he says he's going to make it for us. I don't know that I've ever had it, but he's going to make it while he's here, is mulled wine. Oh, okay. Yeah, he likes it quite a bit. Hot toddy shows up on the list. Now, hot toddy is something that I've drank many times, but it's usually only when I'm not feeling well. It's something you go to bed if you got a head cold. Right. <laughs> that, the neo Citrin. Yeah. all oh, the neo-citrons are great. And it's funny though that coffee doesn't show up on the list. Actually, people were asked about their their love of coffee and it turns out that most people don't really like the taste of coffee. They drink a lot of it. The big coffee drinkers, they just drink a lot of it cuz they need the caffeine. Yeah, you get you hooked know, on you it. Get hooked
0: on I it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's I mean it's a bitter drink. Mm. Right. I mean, and as, as a non-coffee drinker, when I have one, like I can't swallow for a while after it. It's oh, really? so bitter.
1: I I uh I mean, I love the espresso, and certainly I got introduced to it through Maria's family. And I drank so much of it for so long that it started having, like, reverse effects on me. Like, I'd have a cup, and I'd start feeling like I was having a heart attack. And yeah. It all wound up. And so I gave it up for a long time. And before we went to Italy, I was really concerned because I thought, damn it, I can't go to Italy and not try a real authentic Italian espresso, but I don't want to feel like crap. And luckily, when we got there, I guess I had to... Uh, weaned myself off of it for so long that I was able to drink it again. And then once we got back home, I, I never bothered. I was, I'm, I'm here and there with coffee. I mean, I'll, I'll drink it and then I won't. I haven't had one in a very long time. I don't mind it. I'm good with it. You know, Christmas, I'll have it with Baileys and all mm. that type of stuff. And I don't know that I have a real, like, winter drink, something warm.
0: I'm not a sipper. That's that's my problem. Right. right. If, if I want to warm myself up, Scotch will do that the same way.
1: I'm big on grain alcohol. Right. Any I thought this was interesting. Bluetooth. We all know of Bluetooth. It's named after the 10th century Scandinavian king, Harold Bluetooth. He united Danish tribes into one kingdom. And so when Bluetooth technology was invented, they picked the name because it unified the way machines
0: communicate. Mm, Old Harold. He's a good guy. Yeah <laughs> did he did he walk around though with that uh, crappy looking thing in his ear?
1: Uh, no, like- he only had a stick
0: <laughs> back then and a stone, like, like a Q tip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at Bluetooth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thinks he's a big something or other with that stick in his ear.
1: It was uh, probably not even his last name, Bluetooth. It was probably a nickname because 10th century Scandinavian. Not a lot of good dental work <laughs> this going on is true. there. Look at old Bluetooth <laughs> coming over. <laughs> oh, here's Bluetooth again. <laughs> Guy never shuts up. Uh, Cher has the, holds the record for the longest amount of time between her first and last number one hits. I Got You Babe was number one in August of 65 and Believe was number one 33 and a half years later in April of 99. Ooh, she's yeah. probably not done. No, she'll keep going. As long as that plastic surgery is available, yeah. she will be there. <laughs> keep turning back time. That's right. Uh, there have been proposals made to the Las Vegas City Council for casinos with th- uh, themes that include the Titanic, the Moon, the WWE, Playboy, London, San Francisco, and the Caribbean for various reasons. None of them ever happened.
0: Really? Yeah. In the Caribbean, I uh, got Treasure Island. I guess that's sort of that. Sort of that. It surprised London. I mean, they've got Paris and yeah. New York and other yeah. themes other to that effect. I don't know about the Moon. Like, that the heck, kind of a... It'd be like, it'd be like the... Dark, uh, very dark. Like like the uh, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> and then didn't they have a moon room in there? Like, I, into? I, can't, I can't remember.
1: It's been a while since I saw <laughs> that film. Is that the most recent movie you've seen, Lucky? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hotel Coral Essex. I don't want to uh, ever stay at a, a Titanic hotel. I don't want to stay at anything that, you know... I just don't think it's right that you kind of, uh, you know celebrate
0: the loss of many lives <laughs> in a sinking, sinking ship. What what do they do? Do they have like a a doorbuster at the at the Titanic Hotel? Like their happy hour is like really the last happy hour? You know, much like the fountain at
1: the Bellagio, every every day at some point the water just starts to rise up from the floor. (laughs) That's awful. I'm trying to play blackjack here. Stupid shoes are getting wet. Uh, When Oprah, remember when Oprah gave everyone in her audience a car back in 2004? Remember
0: that? Yeah. Uh, they all you get had, a car.
1: You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car, and you owe $6,000 in taxes to oh, is the that IRS. What it was?
0: Yeah. That's yeah. one of the tough things about winning on an American game show. If you don't win cash, mm. any of the prizes you owe the tax on right away. Right. Yeah. Out the door. Yeah. And I think many, if I remember, it's not that they didn't want the car, it's that they just couldn't afford the taxes. That's right.
1: Jupiter's gravity field is so huge. How huge is it? It's so huge, it basically acts like a vacuum cleaner and sucks away things like comets, asteroids, and debris that would otherwise hit and possibly destroy the Earth. Wow. Too bad it couldn't have sucked up the COVID. <laughs> Surprise there isn't a Jupiter vacuum company then. That would be smart. Yeah, that would be smart. There probably will be soon yeah. enough. Yeah. Jo- or at least uh, Dyson named one of their uh, vacuums, uh, Jupiter.
0: <laughs> well, Lizzie, you can get to Jupiter in vacuum for the price of a Dyson. Yes. Yeah. They're not uh, Adrian they're was pointing out for uh, ideas, a, a Dyson hair straightener. Oh, yeah. She wasn't serious about it because she said it, it's $650. That's
1: crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Everything to do with women's hair is so expensive. That's it's true. insane. Uh, John Wilkes Booth. Remember, good old Boothie.
0: Is that what he went uh, by? No, when he
1: played hockey. <laughs> what his hockey team called him? <laughs> pass, the, pass the gun, uh, Boother. Boothie, <laughs> pass the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Boother, <laughs> give it to Boother. Uh, yeah, good old Boothie. He uh, he planned on assassinating more than just Abraham Lincoln. He was going to kill uh, Ulysses S. Grant as well. Okay, but uh, Grant, Grantster. He decided to uh, not go to the theater that night because his wife didn't like Mary Todd Lincoln. Get out. They, I guess, hated each other. Or she hated her,
0: anyhow. Wow. Yeah. How bad was that cat fight, though? Right. You're going to the theater. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of mingling. Sure. Once the show starts, that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I guess uh, that saved old uh, Mr. Grant his life. Did he go on to be president at some point? I guess
0: he did after Lincoln got
1: shot. Right. Right? He was the VP, was he not?
0: Yeah, so Uh, you have to go back. That's a ways back. (laughs) A a ways back. And I'm not really that interested. Rock Mornings with With Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky.
1: 94.9 The Rock.